0: My people, I'm Chris. I'm your host, and you're listening to Network Nation, the politically incorrect podcast, where I discuss personal and professional growth so that you don't head to the grave with regret. And happy Friday. Woo! Man, I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. You know, I've been doing this carnivore-ish diet, and I say ish because it's hard as fuck to give up carbs. It really is. Goodness gracious. But I've been eating a lot more meat, a lot more fats, and I really, really like what's going on. I really do. And over the next week or so, I'm going to really be like completely dialed in because, you know, like last weekend, it was my daughter's birthday. I had a piece of cake. I've slipped up a couple of times and had some carbs and it's just hard. Like it's hard coming from a weightlifting background. You know, when I used to be 210, eating 4,000 calories a day, hundreds of grams of carbs a day. It's like a mental thing, you know. You the carbs they do give you energy, they make you feel full, they make you look full. Um, so it's a mental hurdle, but I tell you what, I have a whole hell of a lot less issues now at 190 than I did at 210 when it comes to like indigestion, heartburn, stomach issues, bowel issues, all that stuff. And the one thing I love about the carnivore diet is you can eat as much food as you want to eat and you still feel good after you eat. And sometimes I only want like two meals a day, which is, again, that's another mental thing where I'm like, oh, you know, protein every two to three hours. Like, that's just what you hear. It's what you're, what you're kind of instructed or taught to do. So it's been interesting, but I'm going to end up doing a, you know, a carnivore-ish diet where I'll have a few, very, very few select carbs, uh, really sweet potatoes and white rice, primarily white rice, because my body takes really well to that. And then fruit. And so if you guys want more information, I would highly recommend following Paul Saladino, the carnivore MD. This guy is crazy smart. He's a medical doctor, tons of white paper and scientific backed research that he does. And he speaks from that. So incredible. But listen, without further ado, I want to get into this. Okay. So I hope you guys are having a good Friday so far. If it's Friday and you're listening to this, or if you're just having, I hope you're having a good day just in general. All right. Or good night. You guys get the point. All right. Let's fucking get into this. So share the show if you guys get value. I'm gonna ask that every single time. Share it with a family, a friend, a loved one. Post it on Instagram. Tag me. Give me the feedback. I'd really, really appreciate it. I've gotten some awesome feedback from you guys, both constructive um, and just positive feedback. So, and I, I shouldn't say positive because constructive is positive as well. But you guys get it. So this this topic of time management. This is something that I have refined for a long time and I'll continue to refine it. You know, I've I'm no expert, but I've spent a lot of time on this because you can imagine, you know, running a company, being a single father, being into health and fitness, I love my hobbies, I got my motorcycle, I love to travel, all that kind of stuff, like I'm busy and I stay busy and I love it that way. You know, even my downtime is productive and I'm going to kind of talk about that. But I've gone through all the morning routines you wake up, you meditate, you wake up, you get outside, you ground yourself, you, you know, you wake up, you get straight to work. Like I've done all that shit. Same thing with like bedtime routines, uh, you know, midday walks, midday naps, like I, you name it, I've probably tried it. And so I'm excited to speak to this because I'm going to give you guys some tactical, simple things and solutions to implement, to help you with your time management, because let's be real. Most people can manage their time a whole hell of a lot better. And you could really get more out of life if you're managing your time. Okay. I've always, I've always had this mindset that you need to lead your life. Don't let your life lead you. Okay. So from a high level, there's three things that I'm going to be talking about today. And that's audit, remove, and add. And obviously I'm going to go into detail, but first things first, I want you to take the next 48 hours and I want you to audit your day. And it would even help if before you do that, you write some things down that you want to particularly pay attention to. What time did you get up? What time are you going to bed? Uh, What are you eating? Who are you talking to throughout the day? How much time are you spending on social media? Things like that. And I want you to just start to become more conscious. Wow. (laughs) Conscious. Good Lord. Happy Friday, guys. Um, I want you to become more conscious of what you really want to pay attention to during this audit. But audit your next 48 hours. And take some notes and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And listen, I'm just going to tell you guys right now that if you're listening to this podcast and whether it was with what I just said or what I'm about to say, if you kind of just chalk up like, oh, all right, you know, whatever, dude, do the fucking work because this all takes effort. Okay. Put a little bit of oomph into your, your, your life and your day. You know, you don't, don't sit there and oh, you know, I'm just going to audit tomorrow, you know? All right, cool. You know, I'll just, I'll do it. And I just wake up and kind of do it. like, no, put some fucking work into this. This is important. So I'm going to tell you guys, I don't know about you, but I think life is extremely short. And I've posted this on my Instagram before, but I have a little, um, eight by 11 sheet of paper and it has all the circles representing a week of your life. Assuming you live, I think it's until like 90. And dude, all these circles fit on this tiny little eight and a half by eleven piece of paper. And my shit's already a third the way through. And every week I I circle color in a circle. And it's it it dude, it's like eerie. Like I look at it every day. It sits right across from my desk. And it reminds me of how short life is. So you guys want to get the most out of your life, right? I'm assuming. You want to get the most out of your life. So you have to manage your time. So put some effort into this. So audit your day for 48 hours. Okay. From there, I want you to remove, I want you to remove all the unproductive shit and dead space. So if you're sitting on Instagram before bed and you're going through all the shit of, you know, people's profiles that you haven't talked to in six years, or, you know, you got a bunch of bikini girls for all you dudes, or just a bunch of bullshit that doesn't actually help you get better. You got to start unfollowing that stuff. Unfollow those people, unfollow those profiles, start reducing your social media time. Or if you want to keep your social media, start following things that are going to help you or following people that are going to help you. Same thing with like dead space. You know, if there's just times where you're just kind of sitting around and you're not really doing much and you're bored, remove that. Pick up an educational book, go spend quality time with your kids. Like figure out things that feed you and fill that dead space with those things. And this is where that audit's going to come into play, where you're going to be able to identify that unproductive shit, the dead space, et cetera. And that's extremely important because I can tell you guys that when I first started my business, I was doing 75 hard, Kara was in law school, Like there was a ton of stuff going on and I realized through 75 Hard by adding more to my plate, two workouts a day, et cetera, that I actually had free time and it blew my mind. Now, granted, I was getting up hella early, 4.30 in the morning and all that, but still, it was free time that I had. And I'm gonna allude to that here a little bit later in the podcast about getting up early and all that kind of stuff. But you guys have way more time than you think. And I can almost guarantee you that. So once you've removed a lot of this unproductive shit, this dead space, you know, all your pointless Netflix time or whatever and, you know, social media and sitting around and all that kind of stuff. Once you've done that, I want you to add some or all of these things to your day. And this is what works for me. And you guys will figure out what works for you and maybe you already have a system, and that's that's great. But one of the first things I want you to add is a power list. And, I, and this is Andy Frisella's thing, give all the credit to him, but it's five things that you need to get done every single day that will help you move closer towards your goals. So this isn't like, you know, go run errands and return the stuff that I need to return. Right. That's not, that's not a power list item. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or if you already go to the gym four or five days a week, going to the gym is not a power list. You already do that. These are things that you need to do to get done, to push the needle forward that you don't already do. So if you go to the gym once or twice a week and you want to put it on your power list every day, cool. That's planning your goals. That's helping you. But it's really going to be things like, I need to call this agent to discuss this land opportunity that I'm looking for, or I need to, you know, I need to call my boss or I need to schedule a meeting with my boss because I want to talk to him about getting a promotion. Or I want to have some dedicated quality time with my kids at seven o'clock and I want to do this with them. It's things like that. And it's five things. That's it. Five things, not four, not seven, five. And if you don't do all of them, it's a loss for the day and you put an L. And for me personally, that thing I didn't get done the day before, I will get it done the next day. And sometimes there might be things like if I need to call somebody and I can't get a hold of that person. I'll usually sub out that task for something else. And then I'll still add following up with that person the next day until I get that person on the phone. So that's kind of how I handle that. But the power list is huge. It's simple. It's effective. And you feel really, really fucking good when you do it. Okay. The next thing that I want you to start utilizing is for me personally, a Google calendar. I love Google calendar because I have all my shit color coded to where all my calls are blue. Anything personal for like self growth, reflection, going to the gym, whatever is light purple. My appointments are all in yellow. Anything powerless related or like things I need, you know, kind of one off things I need to get done are all in red. Um, silver is all her, all her stuff's in pink. So everything's coordinated. So not only can I see what the bulk of my tasks are from a color perspective, but I can also just see when I look at my weekly view where I have gaps. Oh, cool. I have a gap right here. I'll, I'll go hit the gym real quick. Or I can go, oh, I can go run those couple of errands, whatever. And I I really, really enjoy using the Google calendar. I also like to use this program called ClickUp. And it's a task management program where anything that's not on my power list, but are things I need to get done, like, oh, I need to call and pay a utility for this property, right? That's not a power list item, but I need to do it. So I put that in my ClickUp. And I have my ClickUp set up so that it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I even have a Sunday on there, but and I'll fill it in, okay and then the the last thing that I use is my iPhone notes section to take notes you know during calls and stuff like that. So if I have an eight a m call on my Google Calendar for my development, I'll take notes and that's where I'll put my notes, okay so all in all, I'm utilizing the power list, my Google Calendar, click up my iPhone notes. And I get my shit done with it and it works. So once you have all those implemented, the next thing that I want you to add into your life here is a weekly recap and a weekly look ahead. So every Saturday morning, I do a self growth and reflection. And it's a personal thing. I'm I'm up before silver is up. It allows me just to go through and just really reflect on like, like if I had an RTA call that week, um, any sort of like health and, you know, fitness or workout stuff with like, if I want to change up my meal plan or I want to change up my workout, uh, I analyze all my beakers as a, you know, a parent, a son, a sibling, a friend, et cetera. And then on Sunday I do my weekly review and my weekly plan ahead for business. And I have it saved into my calendar and under my notes section, I have my itinerary of what I do. So I go through my ClickUp and my Powerless tasks. I go through all my iPhone notes that I was taking during my call to see if I need to add anything in for the following week. Or maybe there were some things that I needed to get done last week that I didn't get done. So this is where that whole weekly recap and look ahead helps immensely. Um, I'll look at like my social media. Do I need to you know focus on any sort of certain types of posts? which I I need to get, wait, I'm so fucking terrible at that, you guys, I really am. Like, I just cannot get on this consistent social media thing, it's hard. Because when you're actually in it every day, you know, not a whole lot comes from social media. I'm just being honest with you. I don't get a shitload of investors and all that kind of stuff. But I enjoy the connection piece. So anyways, I digress. Uh, But then I'll also look at, you know, my development, my flips, um, my finances, my QuickBooks, all that kind of stuff. That's where I look at everything from the week before and then going into the next week. And that's how I stay on track. And all of... So this whole weekly recap and look ahead, all of that plays into my long-term goals. And I have an Excel breakdown. Um, I actually got it from a planner who was in a mastermind that I was in. She owns a planning company. And I use her Excel breakdown. I'm happy to send it to you guys. And, And just for the record, if you guys need any sort of help or referral or whatever if you need me to help you with the power list the click up all that kind of shit just let me know i'm happy to help you guys with this i want to see you guys win i want to see you succeed and again i've spent a lot of time on this so learn from my uh, my mistakes and also what i'm doing right you know so just reach out to me but i use a um a planning excel sheet that has my 10 year my 5 year and my 1 year i think it's like yeah 5 10 5 and 1 or 10 3 and 1 but it it has all my goals And so my weekly plays into those goals and, you know, it changes a lot and it's not always perfect. And sometimes my weeks, I don't feel like I make any progress. And other weeks, I feel like I make tons of progress. Like, dude, that's growth. You know, growth is not completely linear. You go up, you go down, you go up even more, you go down a little bit, you go up a ton, you go way down. Like that's just how it goes. And I want you guys to know that it doesn't have to be perfect. So just, you know, but doing something is better than doing nothing. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. Right. I'll say that again. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. So do something to get ahead, even if it's not perfect. And that's how this system with, with what I do, it's how it is. It's not perfect, but I feel really good. I don't wake up with a shitload of anxiety, you know, so outside of you know the power list and the click up and all that kind of stuff, the weekly recap and the look ahead, all of that playing into your long-term goals, I want you to add two more things. I want you to add, I want you to add sacrifice, and I want you to add commitment. The commitment is self-explanatory. You guys need to commit to doing this. Admittedly, there are times where I miss my Sunday a uh, weekly recap and look ahead. And I've got to do it later in the night. And I'm already exhausted from the weekend. And it, I just kind of shit the bed on it. Like we're going to make mistakes, but you have to commit, you know, going back on the week and looking at how many W's versus L's I got on my power list. Um, it's awesome. It's awesome. There's some weeks where I have four wins and one loss. Sometimes I have all wins. Sometimes I have two or three losses and I'm like, damn, I need to step it up like that. And you know what I mean? That that sits with you, it sits with you. It fucks with you. And I go into that next week. Like, dude, I'm not having another week. Like I did last week. Like I already had two L's. I'll tell you guys right now, I'm looking at my power list. I had two L's. I had two L's. I forgot to do a task on Tuesday and Monday. I couldn't get to one of them. That's it. That sucks. And I'm going to see that on Sunday when I recap, but you got to commit to this stuff to know where you're failing and where you're succeeding. So commit. Okay. And then sacrifice. This is what I was talking about earlier in the podcast when it comes to like getting up early and all that kind of shit. You guys might have to sacrifice just how it goes. You might have to get up a little earlier. You might have to give up some hobbies. You might have to give up your fucking Netflix show. You might have to give up golfing twice a week. It's just how it goes. If you want to take control of your life, if you want to have more time, if you want to accomplish more things, it might involve giving some things up and that might include hobbies and sleep. I get up at five in the morning before silver and I get, sometimes I get up even a little earlier. Sometimes it's a little later, but for the most part, it's five and I get up and I can get damn near two hours of stuff done before silver even gets up. And sometimes it's personal stuff I got to take care of that I don't want to do. During my work day. And guess what? When I can get my personal stuff done from five to seven, I can be completely present with her when she gets up and gets ready for school. I can be completely present in my workday. I can be completely present when she gets home from school. You see what I'm saying? So it frees up time. Or if I get up and I get two hours of work done, then I can take a break. And you know, maybe I can if I have a gap in my day from ten to twelve, I can go hit the gym at ten. I've already gotten some work done. I dropped silver off. Maybe I got a little bit more work done. I can go to the gym. Like it just frees up time. Yeah, you might be a little tired at first, but hey, guess guess what? Fucking toughen up. You know? Take a 15-minute power nap in the afternoon. Shit, take an hour. If you're getting up 2 hours early and you take an hour power nap in the afternoon, that's still an hour of productivity or an hour of extra time that you got. So ultimately you guys, like it, this really all boils down to just taking control of your life and taking control of your time because it's going to be like that. And we're at the grave. You hear it from everybody that's in their sixties and their seventies, how fast life goes in my mid thirties. I look at my twenties and I'm like, wow, that shit flew by. When we're young, we all think we have all the time in the world. So it's, (laughs) it's such a regular thing with silver where she's like, dad, how long until we're there? And I'm like, honey, we don't have much, much longer honey. We got like five more minutes. She's like, five minutes is a long time, daddy. I'm like, Oh honey, if you only knew, if you only knew what I would give to think that five minutes is a long time, you know? So listen, if you got value, as I mentioned, share the show, But ultimately, implement these tools and take control of your motherfucking time.